everybody. We're back. Uh, at Sarcasm Speaks, Jared and Bob. Jones is here. Uh, it's been three days for you guys, and it's been about uh, three minutes for us. Uh, we're doing uh, a doubleheader tonight. Uh, obviously, we got the 4th of July weekend coming up. So uh, we got shit to do. Uh, well, more so, Bob's the only one that actually has real plans. I just... Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be in the, the great up north. The, uh, the, the gun hippie land? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're coming at able, you again. I'll be able to play some bets on the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. What are you going to bet on? Open championship. What do you like? I don't know yet. I think I already... I, I took definitely. I took Zalatoris and I got Max Homa too. I think I also have the same. Yeah, I got Max Homa at hundred to one, and then Zalatoris at twenty-eight to one. Oh, you don't and have also, Yeah, I don't have Shoffley. No, fuck that. <laughs> fuck no. that guy. Yeah, speaking of, I I went zero six today in my nice. or this weekend at the Travelers. Nice. Yep, I had Patrick Cantlay outright. So that's cool. That worked out well. That worked out well. Uh, I had Hank Lebiota and Stuart Sink to finish in the top 20. Didn't, didn't work out. Uh, I think Lebiota got close. Actually, I think they both got close. Stuart Sink had a good round today. Lebiota like shit himself on like Friday, I think. But and then uh, I had Davis Riley, Siwoo Kim, and Keegan Bradley to finish in the top 10. And uh, obviously, none of that happened either. So. I think Siwoo Kim missed the cut. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Was I the only person who thought that Shoffley was going to bone that fucking uh, tournament? Well, Thagala did it first. Otherwise, I so I have I have no doubt in my mind that if Thagala got in with par and was one shot ahead, Xander Shoffley was not going to be physically able to hit the shot that he hit on 18 or roll the putt in. No fucking way. There's no fucking way he was going to birdie that hole if the guy got in with par and finish one ahead of him. No way. Yeah, I doubt it. But instead, a couple bunker shots, doesn't get up and down, harsh lip out, double. Talk about two guys, though, that just can't close, right? Thagala's actually played very well this season. Um, but on Sundays, he just shits the bed. Um, and go figure, he actually had a good Sunday today. He had a great round. And then he was bogey-free until 18, where he made double. So, And then, obviously, Xander Shoffley is the king of the 54-hole lead and then you know just pissing it away. Yeah, he's one for five now. Yeah, yeah. He's also the king of underwhelm. That, that's the biggest thing. Is like the weeks that you think he's going to do good or fits a course or has played well in a course before or it's a major, whatever, nowhere to be found. Yeah. In, in any realistic, like winning situation. Yeah. Like and he's, it's like, he's pretty good at finishing top 10 in a major. And then with, um, with the travelers, it's like the field was strong this year. He was in it. So it's like, it's not out of the realm of possibilities for him to win, but it's like, you can't continue to take this guy every fucking week. He never wins. Oh, yeah. here we are. It's like, I fucking hate that. He's so annoying. Do you know, was he in on him this week? I haven't been paying much. I don't know. That's one of yeah. Ian's guys though. Yeah, I know. I know. Go figure, right? The one week that Ian probably isn't on him is when he would win. Well, that's why like I, I, I tweeted at Ian when he won the team event with Cantlay. It's like, of course he wins the fucking team event. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, he's yeah. oh, two two time winner on tour this year now, though. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, count it. <laughs> they got to do something about that team event. I, I I don't know how that counts as a fucking win. Yeah, well, that's not the American Express, right? What is? Which one? Which one is the team? To New Orleans. Oh, the Zurich. Zurich. The Zurich. Yeah, yeah. They they got a lot of weird ones, right? Like they have like the Amex is a is the what the pro that's the pro am, I think. Uh, it's a pro am before Pebble on the West Coast, PJ West. Yeah, and then Pebble also is a pro am. Yep. They got a lot of weird ones. They got the team event, the match play, which is fine, right? But it's just kind of like. Listen, if you win an individual title, I'm good with that. The team one is just fucking weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. So can't. So now Shoffley has two wins this year. It's like, how the fuck does that count? Because it's Andrew Shoffley. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Go figure, right? Um, all right. I got, uh, I got something here that I think is interesting. And then, uh, you know, kind of just keep turning it from there. But I saw this, uh, this preview the other day for uh, a new series. I think it's coming to Paramount plus or something. I don't know wherever it's going. It's a new, it's a new TV series. Uh, it's called the offer and it is about Francis Ford Coppola trying to create the godfather so we are now at a point in hollywood in movie production that things are so bad we're making movies about people trying to make movies that's where we are right now we have that because there's right. There's like no more like original shit. Like everything has been remakes, right? Like they've, they've remade every single uh, Disney princess movie with live action, right? They, they redid the lion King. They redid the jungle book too. They've redone. Uh, they, 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 they rebooted um, ghostbusters. Um, all of these movies they, I guess you technically could make the argument it was like a soft reboot of Jurassic Park. Um, like it's all of these like big movies that are super successful are movie. They redid Jumanji, right? Like they made two remakes of Jumanji and it's like everything oh. is movies. Yeah. I mean, I'll let Top Gun slide because it is a sequel, but it is along the same vein though. Right. So I, I, I like quasi have it on the list, but like, you can't make new movies anymore unless it's a superhero movie, right? Like superhero movies are the only things that do super well, but like every big movie now is something that already existed in whatever seventies, eighties, nineties, take your pick. Um, like the, the, there's now a, a light year, like there's a movie about Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Well, that's from toy story that came out in 1992, right? Like, that's not like, and I know that's another one that's kind of weird because it is kind of supposed to be an original story, but like Buzz Lightyear is not a new character. So this is where we're at. We are so far gone in trying and being able to make successful movies in Hollywood 
that we're now making a movie about Francis Ford Coppola or making a TV series, sorry, about Francis Ford Coppola trying to make The Godfather. Like, what are we doing? We no longer have anything to do. All the all the cool things have been done. I mean, it's yeah. just like the same like like uh, like rock music. Like every cool riff has been done by Zeppelin or Sabbath. Everyone yeah. else else is ripping it off. Yeah. Nothing else to do. Yeah, like I don't know. I just had another one. There was another. I forget. I forget what it was. I just I, I just had another movie pop into my head that was a remake or a reboot. I saw the reboot of uh, Beast and Butthead last night, and I mean, it was the same exact. It was more or less the same ex- exact storyline from the '96 movie. I mean, it was still funny. I still laughed my ass off. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead do America. It was it's Beavis and Butthead do the universe. It's just it follows the same exact storyline. The dumbest thing ever, but it's still Beavis and Butthead. So. <laughs> um, they're they're releasing a ser- the new series too soon, right? I think. Yeah, they had a, a few episodes drop. I think it was on Comedy Central two days ago. I haven't watched those yet. Of what, yeah. Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're bringing a, out new late, episodes. I was a late ad- adopter of uh, Beavis and Butthead. The Jimos had to show me that. Because <laughs> I don't know. I think when I was a kid, it's like I, I, never, I never watched it or never liked it. I don't know. One or the other. And then they had to show me. So I had to like go back through it. It's it's still it still carries like I I watched the <laughs> still laughing probably just someone's still a child but yeah I mean people don't change right yeah if I found something funny then I'm probably still gonna find it funny <laughs> uh, all right so I found a list of movies that are remakes or reboots um, that are coming up you know this this particular list is between 2018 and 2022 but it's like uh, all Quiet on the Western Front. Like, I'm pretty sure that was a huge movie in like the 30s, right? Or the, maybe the 60s. Is it, was it about the World War One or World War Two? Whatever it is, it came out after one of those war, wars. I think the Western Front was two. Two, yeah. So it probably came out in the 60s, right? And I think it was like a very, it was a huge movie. Like, I know that, that it exists, right? All Quiet on the Western Front. Like, I know it's a movie. I know it's a book. Like, I'm pretty sure it was a huge movie whenever it was that came out. Let's call it the 60s. And uh, they're just remaking that now too. Cool. Um, the Crow, <laughs> the, the reboot that nobody asked for. <laughs> they're doing the Crow. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Dancing. They're remaking that. That's their um, third. That. Yeah. Um, Commando. I don't know who's gonna. I don't think anyone can do that better than Arnold Schwarzenegger, but whatever. Um, Scarface, that's fucking blasphemy. Um, they're remaking Scarface. Me, fuck off, dude. Like, that's why that's just did we talk about this? We, um, did we? I don't know. I don't know. They're rebooting Van Helsing, also. You can't do that. This, so was Van Helsing good? Yes. So okay. I've talked about this before and maybe I'm just like a weird, maybe like I'm a weird fanboy about this, but I think Van Helsing is one of the most underrated movies as far as like action thriller goes. Like, I think it's phenomenal with uh, Hugh Jackman and um, 
Is it Kate Beckinsale that's in it? No, it's um, fuck. What's her name? Corinne, Corinne something. Um, I don't know, but let me see. I'm gonna see if I can find it really quick. Van what? Helsing. Van Helsing's a character from Dracula, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was he's... it was Kate Beckinsale. I was right. Trust your gut. Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale. Wow, that came out in 2004. That's nuts. I'm trying to remember from the Dracula musical to find out who Van Helsing was. Was he a hunter? Did he hunt vampires? Yeah. He was, so he was... He's a character apparently in Dracula and Frankenstein. Oh. Because on the Wikipedia page, it says based on Dracula by Bram Stoker and Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. So maybe he was I mean both. In the Dracula musical, Dracula did swear that he would slay him <laughs> before laughing maniacally. Yeah. Um, so they're redoing that one. They're redoing Mortal Kombat. Oh, actually, that came out last year. It but, already came out. Yeah. So they rebooted that one. <laughs> not good. Right? Which, to be fair, all three Mortal Kombat movies that have come out have not been good. No. But the first one was not good, but it's awesome. Yeah. Right? And then Annihilation came out, and they kind of, like, did a solid with, like, a couple new characters, but also, like, not good. Yeah. It like, was laughably bad. Yeah. Like, Baraka was in it. Yeah. Gordo. I think Gordo was in it, right? Was Gordo in the... I could Big be wrong. Head? No, hold on. Ed Bighead was in that? <laughs> Go- Wait, it's Go- isn't it Goro? He Goro. Was the first one. Yeah, Goro. I'm like, Gordo. <laughs> I went to high school with who's dead now. Yeah, um, RIP. Yeah, Goro was with the four arms. He was in the first yeah. one. Was, oh, she- thought- was Shiva in the second one? Because that's the woman with the four arms? Maybe. Am I fucking? Am I, I might be fucking. So they're also remaking Cliffhanger that I think I never saw it, but I think it was a terrible movie with Sylvester Stallone. Like some of these, like there's a list I'm scrolling through this list, like not saying a lot of these, like some of these are terrible. Like, why would you remake a movie that was terrible, but whatever. Um, So Cliffhanger is another one. Um, Hellraiser. They're rebooting that Conan. They're making a new Conan Um, spawn. They're rebooting that. They're rebooting A Nightmare on Elm Street. Spawn was a great video game. Um, Comic was actually pretty good, too. Yeah. Charlie, they're rebooting Charlie's Angels, or actually, no, it came out in 2019. Um, Mortal Kombat Annihilation has a 4% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Sick. That's awful. Uh, apparently that movie, the invisible man with, uh, the girlfriend from get him to the Greek that came out in 2020 was a reboot of a movie from like the seventies. Ah, they're redoing memento. Fuck off. Why? How did Christopher Nolan give that? Okay. Have you guys ever seen memento? No movie that's for sure. Not in order. Yeah. Yep. It was, uh, Christopher Nolan's first movie. Um, It's uh, the synopsis right here. The remake of the 2000 film Memento about a man suffering from short-term memory loss while trying to track down his wife's killer. But it's like, 
that's a phenomenal movie. Um, who's it? Guy Pierce is in it. He's the main character. Like, again, it was Christopher Nolan's first one. Like, phenomenal movie. Why are you redoing that? Like, there's, like, I don't know. This is just fucking, it makes me aggravated that they reboot these movies. Like, they, the movie already exists, right? Like, if you want to watch the movie, like, go watch the movie. Like, oh, yeah, but I want to see it updated. All right, then find a different I- movie, dude. Like, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you're going to remake the exact same movie all over again? Can you imagine if they, like, redid Office Space or, like, The Big Lebowski? Like, I would be... They would not be nearly as good. Yeah. No. Like, none of these movies are good. Re- the uh, They redid Shaft in 2019. <laughs> Like, there's just, it's just fucking stupid, right? Like, obviously, I mean, you could throw Batman on the list, but they do that all the time. Um, I don't know. It's just dumb, right? Like, I, I the, the worst part about it is the preview. So I didn't know what it was. So I saw this preview for um, the offer and Miles Teller, is in it. And I really like Miles Teller. And also it's the dude, uh, Joe Gamzy or whatever. He's the dude, he's the American guy. I don't, you guys probably haven't seen it, but in the Harry Potter, the fantastic beasts thing, he's Jacob. Um, he's the American guy, but he's in it. Um, there's a lot of other people that are in it. And I was like, wow, what is this? Like it, and by the, um, the preview, I was like, wow, this looks pretty cool. And then I looked it up and I was like, Oh, it's it's about Francis Ford Coppola trying to make The Godfather. Like what? Like I don't know. And may, maybe I'm just an idiot. And like I I don't know that like there was a really cool backstory into how it was created. But like that's what we're doing now. I can't imagine it's gonna be all that good. Because I mean, you're filming something about something being filmed. Yeah, being remotely interesting at all. I'm just a dude playing a dude playing another dude that's a movie yeah. you can't remake <laughs> no, no. There's, there's a lot of reasons why you can't remake that <laughs> there's so many things that you cannot do anymore in that movie phenomenal movie though right like i think we're all in both, agreement both of which integral to the plot yeah i mean tropic thunder is absolutely incredible it's funny i didn't like it at first same <sighs> When it first came out, I did not like it. Oh, I did really? not think it was funny. Yeah, it's uh, it, grew, it, grew on it grows on you. There it were also rumors. came out at a weird time. Like, I know 2008, like, oh, I think, right? Yeah, so it's ish. I know like 02 to 04 was like the 90 minute comedy, old school, 40 year old virgin, whatever. Yep. 08 to 2010 was almost just as good. It was. You, there is no, there has been no better time in comedy movie history than I think from 08 to 12, right? Or, or you could even shorten it probably to 08 to 10. Uh, and you know what I'm actually thinking? You might have to actually extend it from like 2001 <laughs> to 2010. Or yeah, or it, you could go, I would go from 06 to 2010, from six to 10. 
I think but you're the missing greatest. out on quite a bit. Yeah, but you're including most of it, right? I'm just thinking the whole decade was pretty solid. Oh, yeah. As a decade, I mean, it's like Super Troopers was 2001. Gee, was it that long ago? Yeah. Wow. I'm just going through like Judd Apatow shit right now. Like, no, I'm like, like, yeah. So it's like 40 year old version was 04. Old school was probably 03. Super bad was 07. Knocked up was 06. Anchorman was 04. I don't know what was in 05. Zombie land was 09. That was a good movie. Tropic Thunder was 08. 08 was also forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yep. 09 Dude. was also the hangover. Oh, fuck. Oh, we had Step Brothers and Pineapple Express. Yep. Did you say Knocked Up? Knocked Up was 07. Oh, oh, that was 07? I thought it was 06. School of Rock was 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Elf was 2003. The only gap I'm seeing is 05, 06. Wedding Crashers was 2005. Okay. That's bridging it. Zoolander was 01. Um, but then there's even Team like America World Police that was 2004. <laughs> like I even like when was Joe Dirt? Joe Dirt was definitely 2000s. Yeah, Borat was 06. Ah, oh, fuck Borat. Yeah, that's a movie I never fucking liked. Jay never. and Silent Bob 2001. Joe Dirt Harolding, was 01. Harold and Kumar was 04. Yeah, Bruce Almighty was 03. Never mind, like we haven't even named role models. That was probably 08, 09. Right. Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno, probably 09, 10, something like that. Get him to the Greek was probably 10. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm scrolling through them right now. Euro Trip was 04. Yep. Scary Movie was 2000. Well, I mean, Scary Movie 2 was probably 02. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, man. Was 09. That's a great fucking movie. I fucking love that movie. Meet the Parents was 2000. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, dude, the whole decade was pretty strong. Again, I haven't heard anything 06. So it's like we're not going to break up the decade because yeah. of one year. Yeah. And 05 was weak. It had wedding crashers, but didn't have another. Yeah. yeah. Or at least didn't have another that we've pulled up yet. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think it gets better than the two thousands for comedies. No, because late nineties was like American Pie and Adam Sandler, and that's it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was literally just the Happy Madison movies. Yeah, two thousand six movies were kind of trash. I mean, they can't all be bangers. When was, uh, not, when, when was not another teen movie? I like that. <laughs> the new guy, like the, yeah, the new guy was great. That might have been 03. What the new guy? Yeah. At the latest, I would say. Oh two. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Ross Patterson. <laughs> yeah, he was he was he was the bad guy. Yeah, he was the bully. Accepted was 06. Yeah. Cause he's in that too. Yeah. 
<laughs> he was the king I'm, of uh, teen movies. I'm just seeing something right now. Grandma's Boy was 2006. I don't think that's correct. I think it is. Is it? Grandma's Boy. Let's fucking go. Yep. Accepted was 06. When was uh, Freddie Got Fingered? <laughs> 2001. <laughs> Toss that in there. 2001. Freddie Got Fingered. <laughs> Where's your little baron, Freddie? Why don't you two LeBarons? <laughs> <laughs> Clerks 2062. That's an underrated movie. That's a really good movie. <clears throat> yeah. There were so many great comedies in that one decade. Clerks 2 was You Never Go Ass to Mouth, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dodgeball, right? Wasn't that in the 2000s? Yep. That was probably 04. Yeah, 2004. God damn. And all these movies are on uh, Bridgewater movie channels. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if they weren't, I had them. <laughs> I own a probably 80% of the movies that we've named. Yeah. You just can't make, like, they just don't do well. But, like, that's, that's weird, though, right? Like, why? Like, I wonder why, like, they don't do well. Well, didn't like, we, are didn't people we, really we hash that? this out, like, inter- international markets? Yeah. Yeah, no, that does make sense. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's the international market is huge and comedy doesn't translate well, like lit, like legitimately doesn't translate well. Right. Like you can't just take a joke in English and then just like translate it to Mandarin and like give it to Chinese people. Right. Like that's not how that works. Like they're not going to find the the same jokes funny. So I think they, I something about like the buzz light, like they had to like doctor it heavily in like uh, middle Eastern because yeah it out of the gate it got banned in like 14 countries yeah because there's a uh a same-sex kiss well god forbid we show that (laughs) but that's all like the middle eastern countries great people over there really uh really keen on their human rights (laughs) yeah it's just like the south yeah yeah <laughs> does the uh, podcast have any listeners in the middle east uh i don't think so i i don't see how they how we could yeah um i mean i can certainly check i feel like um i feel like no we we at one point in time we had somebody in iraq or iran I think that was following the show. Where's Kyrgyzstan? Um, that's like more Asia, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's by like Russia, Pakistan. Russia, India, like over that one, like by Pakistan. Yeah, the Ural Mountains and shit. Yeah. Um, we've got two downloads in India this month. Um, one in Bangladesh. Yeah, no Middle Eastern countries this month though. Uh. I think the closest we get is Algeria. I think they're Muslim there. I know it's in Africa, but I think Algeria is a Muslim country. Muslim and French. Yeah. Yeah, big surprise. We're not a uh, we're not a huge hit in the Middle East. <laughs> got uh, three three downloads in New Zealand, and we've got our guy in Canada still going strong in Ontario. Uh, if you're the, if you're the listener in Ontario, 
and you want to come on the show, you reach out. Like you've been, you've been following us for a long time, friend. Um, you have more than earned your right to come on the show and you want to shit on us for being dumb Americans. That's fine. I'll sure. We'll make fun of you for being a dumb Canadian. He's um, probably too nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it personally. We don't want to lose our one listener in Canada, but um, yeah, you're more than welcome. Reach out to us at, uh, at sarcasm speaks pod on Instagram. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got on that. You guys got anything else? You got, got any, <laughs> any shit going on? Do you guys see that Sweeney's contract officially got, uh, Oh yeah, I did. I did. Did you also see that, uh, Dave Quinn has been hanging around? Yeah. Yep. Had a meeting with Sweeney today. Now, yeah. truthfully, I know next to nothing about Dave Quinn other than he was the coach of the Rangers. And then prior to that, he was Charlie McAvoy's coach at BU. That's, that's all I know. But um, the, he just retired from- the, the pundits on Twitter um, do not like this. The Bruin, Bruins Twitter does not like Dave Quinn as a potential next head coach. Yeah, I, I don't guess know he, why. Well, I guess what Ty Anderson doesn't like Dave Quinn because he wants something like fresh, something new, something that's not a fucking known. Like, dude, this guy's already been a coach and he wasn't didn't like what he saw. Like kind that's like that. how Bruce Cassidy was when he first got hired because he came from a the AHL P Bruins. I mean, I, listen, I didn't say he was right. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going against it. I'm saying, like, in the same vein, I'm agreeing with you. I like in the same vein as a Bruce Cassidy was, who came from AHL, who was kind of like an unproven guy. Well, and the, like at the time, I don't know if you guys remember, they kind of justified the Cassidy hiring that, like, they wanted to bring up the young guys, and he's really good with young guys because he coached in the AHL for like six years, um, and then he didn't. Yeah, and then they didn't give him any young guys. They just kept signing old veterans. So it was like, you told us you wanted this guy to help bring along the young guys, and then you trade Dougie Hamilton, you trade all these other young guys. I can't think of probably JFK and like all these other guys that everyone was like, oh yeah, they're going to be great. Back in Einan, you traded him. Like you had all these young guys, and then you you were like, yeah, Bruce Cassidy, he's great with the young guys, and then. You gave him old veterans. <laughs> yeah, he was also a horrible coach with the Capitals. So I, I thought that was the relevance to Dave Quinn. Oh, uh, okay. Because you could easily have said that about Cassidy. But I guess Cassidy went to the AHL, so that's the only difference. I don't know if Dave Quinn's been coaching. And I don't think he's been head coaching. He was also the team uh, – he was the head coach of Team USA for the Olympic team. Cool. Like, Which doesn't really mean anything to me. It does nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I it know. hasn't been announced, but rumors are that it's going to be him. Like he's been, well, there's three guys. Sweeney. There's three. There's, it, I think it's down to three. I don't know who they are, but this, again, everything that I've seen from the Boston Bruins from 2012 to 2022 really just comes down to talented players, not showing up when they needed to. So I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to at home know what the fuck coach is going to somehow get these guys to score goals when they fucking need to score goals. I, I don't, I don't know how that happens. 
Yeah. I don't know why it didn't happen when they needed it. I don't know how to make it happen. I am just some idiot here, but the fact that, I mean, obviously the fact that Sweeney got extended is just a disaster between free agency and the draft. It's been fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, but hey, Bergeron's back. Is he? Yeah. One year incentive laden deal. I think it's like up to his old contract. So it's like incentive laden for like six, seven. Okay. Well, that's good. At least, at least we have a first line center now. Uh, still, yeah. still need to figure out that second line center position, you know, like we have been for the last year. But no, Craigie's going to come back. It's going to be fun. Last year or last 10 years? I mean, debatable, right? Like, I think David Krejci... Yeah, it's true. It's more of a third-line center guy. That never yeah, had. I think David Krejci was, was, was good. Yeah, but they his... all hated him because of his contract. I, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No one ever liked the second-line center because he was expensive. Right, right. So... And you could give him dog shows away. So. Yeah, you gave him nothing to work with. <laughs> you complained <laughs> about him not being good, but you gave him fucking the ghost of Jerome Ginla. Um Ginnell was actually good that year. A half-dead uh, Rick Nash, who was really good at hitting the fucking pipe. Um, and then uh, my guy, Yager, the other year, who did absolute dog shit. So He's a lot of women, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drank a lot of hypnotic at the club. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean... Do you know who the other two guys were? Did you say? Or no? no, I have no. I, 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 uh, could, I could look it up, but I think Jay Leach was another dude. And then yeah, I don't even is that like Brian's brother? Like who is that? That's what I was saying. Like he's got to be related to Brian or something. Well, I, I think it's I think, spelled different though. Yeah. Um, and then some yeah. other. Yes. Hopefully, it's not related to Mike Leach. We don't need him to lock it. Lock the guys in the fucking. Uh, closet dude maybe it would help like i I don't know (laughs) i don't know what it i don't know what it takes to get these guys to score goals when they maybe uh, yeah maybe just bring up uh chuck to noon and get some mayonnaise uh (laughs) i wonder if uh chucky adams from medford high is available (laughs) yeah it's like like you said though too right like how do you make how do you get these guys to score goals when it counts because they just don't and they do it normally, but they don't do it when it matters. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Seemingly just about every fucking May, you can pencil it in that uh, Brad Marchand's just going to disappear. Right. Um, pasta's kind of up and down. You know, he'll, he'll go one game and score three goals and then won't score again for a week and a half. Oh, they'll all score in a series, win the series, and they move on to another series and then no one scores. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Truthfully, I don't know what to do about the fucking Boston Bruins. Like, I think years of bad drafting is really fucking going to be a problem. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if this was a podcast thing that we talked about or if this was like a golf course conversation or something, but are the Boston Bruins the hockey version of the Cincinnati Bengals? We did talk about some. Okay. All right. So I have said that before. And yeah, I think I think they're pretty similar. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah, again, it's always like a nice team. Yeah. 
Well, and, until Joe Barrow walks through that door, then, then yeah. there's no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking of uh, hockey, Jones, do you follow three-year Letterman? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen his, his spat with Lord Maple Leaf? Yeah. <laughs> it's so so if you guys are out there listening or watching, if you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to, you know, give us a thumbs up on YouTube and subscribe. But um, there's a there's a guy on Twitter whose name is Three Year Letterman, and he is the absolute fucking best. Uh, he's just a classic Twitter troll, um, but he's hilarious. And I can't do you guys remember like the specifics around everything got started? No, I think it, I think it was, there was a guy. Oh, okay. Hold on. I, I, it was the guy who was got three year letter. I got his, I got his thing up right now. Yeah. So the, without the details, an irate Canadian professor, Lord Maple Leaf tried to challenge me. It did not end well for him. Please join me on this journey down memory lane. Trust me, this is well worth your time. <laughs> so that's the thread. But so, the, the original thing, I'll let you get through the thread, but the original thing was um, this Canadian professor was on a plane and the stewardess wasn't wearing a mask. So he like videotaped her and like flipped out and like ratted her out to the police or some bullshit like that. And it was like all over the news or whatever in Canada, but you can proceed with the thread. Yeah. So then, so this guy, it, the guy's real name is Amir Adaran. He goes, Canada is not the USA. You fuckers. He goes, so three year letterman goes, correct. You are just a British province, not a real country. <laughs> so you have, so you have to do whatever America says. <laughs> And then goes on, whatever. So then I guess. Um, so Amir said, Canada, U.S. fought a war. The U.S. lost. Can I call you losing? I goes, this is false. You lost the revolutionary war to us and, and then needed us to single-handedly win World War I for you. You have zero <laughs> SEC championships. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that don't know also three year letterman the the character is from georgia big georgia bulldogs fan obviously sec country loves sec all about the uh sec championships and the uh the deep state conspiracy against the georgia bulldogs football team yes in every georgia game he goes to jail yeah um, yeah <laughs> So then what? Okay. So then the guy puts up a picture of the white house on fire. So he goes, Lord Maple Leaf, I've made more money panning for gold and Dolaniga than your country's annual GDP. Oh, Dolaniga. It's Dolaniga. It's in Georgia. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, calls him a low class guy, blah, blah, blah. Tells him about the Taurus with the 24 disc changer in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was blocked so the uh the best part about three-year letterman is that when he interacts with people on twitter they take it seriously 
right? Like this Lord Maple Leaf guy, like thought there was really this guy in America from Georgia that was like, you're a British province. And like his whole shtick is like, he'll go on Twitter and it will say someone, say someone named uh, like uh, fucking Bill tweets something like it's like bill something tweets this whole big long thing he'll be like listen brett uh that's not what it is like he takes the same the first letter of whatever the person's name is and then just like picks out a different name and just goes after them says complete nonsense says things like uh i bet you don't struggle opening doors I do because I have championship rings on every single finger. So opening doors is a struggle for me. He, uh, his other thing is um, the finance waterbed. <laughs> he goes, I have a, I have a waterbed in my apartment that I purchased outright. I bet you probably would have to finance it. Like he just goes after people and people think he's serious. Like people think it's like a legit person and it's fucking incredible. And the best part about, Three or Letterman in particular, right? Because there's a lot of Twitter trolls and there's a lot of people out there that are fun follows. But three or Letterman in particular, his followers will then go after people. Like his followers will hop into the conversation and start just shredding people and like saying, like, you know, uh, our our first and greatest president Benjamin Franklin would be just you know is despised by you know whatever. Like he just these people, they're in on the joke, right? And it's its absolutely incredible. So if you have a Twitter account, you absolutely need to follow three-year Letterman. Oh, shit, I just lost, <clears throat> I lost it. Oh, here it is. Um, so he got blocked by Lincoln Riley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't handle the grind of an SEC schedule. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. I also love when three year Letterman just decides he goes, well, I think I'll venture into lacrosse Twitter today. <laughs> yeah. He'll just randomly like jump in. Like sometimes he'll jump into like political Twitter or like you said, like lacrosse Twitter, like he'll, he jumped into, uh, to baseball earlier today. Like he, he posted a video of like the Yankees Astros game and, uh, goes as a show stopping little league umpire. I'd have waved off the home run, called Judge out, and ejected him if he reacted to a home run like this on my field. Respect the game, or I won't respect you. Because apparently he like pimped a home run and like threw his bat and like did this whole thing. Like, it's just great. Big show. So going going back to like having like the whole community that three year Letterman is. Yeah. So like someone made a Twitter account called Waterbed Finance Center. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like they're all in on the joke yeah it's incredible like there's people out there that are just awesome like they just jump in and the like the people like that like the waterbed finance company is like just as clever and as witty as three-year letterman but it's like it's something like that that makes me wonder like what does that guy do like, does that guy have a full-time job? Like, is he just at his house, like constantly on Twitter? Like what? So we're, we're not a fact-based podcast, right? No. Okay. Certainly not. At some point he was interviewed in something behind a paywall. So I never was able to actually read the article. Okay. I want to say he broke character and said he was a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's fucking amazing. I want him as my lawyer. <laughs> but I, th- I, I think it was like, I think it was the athletic or something. Okay. So yeah, that makes like, sense. The athletic it, is behind a paywall. It's behind saw. a paywall. So I couldn't read the article. Yeah. You know, what's, uh, you know, what's funny though. Um, this is, uh, you know, big, big news won't like this, but if you ever run into an article that's behind a paywall, I don't know how it works on a, a non iPhone, but on the iPhone, there's a little button that says switch to reader view. And if you do that, you can read the whole article sometimes. Oh. So like the, on an iPhone, like the reader view is like, it removes all the ads. It's just words, um, words on a page. So sometimes like if you run into something that has a paywall, you just click switch to reader view and then you can read the whole thing without having to actually pay. But I think some of like the bigger like companies have kind of figured that out and like did whatever they needed to do on the back end to stop that. But it's always worth a shot. I always try it. Like when I run into a paywall and then um, if it works, I read it. And if it doesn't, whatever, I don't read it. So if, there you go. There's your fun fact. If Rear Letterman is in fact a lawyer, I would love to get his thesis on uh, <clears throat> Roe v. Wade and stare decisis. Yeah. <laughs> isn't stare isn't stare decisis like the, that thing that just means like you just leave shit? It's like status quo, right? Yeah, it's settled law, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just did a whole the whole episode prior to this with uh, with sexy Chris. Shout out to sexy Chris, talking about all that shit. But I mean, people are just gonna keep bitching about everything, no matter what. Anyway, like you're never gonna be happy, right? You're never gonna make everybody happy. We kind of talked about this a little bit, but um, it's like. I think the bigger problem here is that everything is um, everything is like the worst thing ever, right? Like, so when Donald Trump got elected, everyone was flipping out, like crying in the street, saying like the world was going to end and all this shit. And it didn't, didn't end. Things kept going. And then Joe Biden got elected and then all people on the right were like, oh, the world's going to end all this. And it didn't. Right. At least not yet. I mean, he's still in office. There's a potential for World War Three and some nukes to get dropped. But, you know, as it stands right now, it didn't end. Right. But it's like all these people that just live on like the far side. And it's like you guys are dickheads. Like you need to stop. Stop living on the fringes and listening to the fringe people and being influenced by fringe people. Like it's fine. It's really not that bad. Like however, however bad it's being portrayed in the news. Divide that by like six and then you're probably closer to like reality. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, it just sucks. It's fine. We're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't actually listening. I did confirm that three-year letterman is an attorney from the North. Really? Up yeah. here somewhere? Well, Rod? North of the Mason Dixon line. Could be uh, anywhere from fucking Jones to us. Is Maryland north or south of the Mason Dixon? Where it where was the Mason Dixon? From everything I've know, I know 
they were considered the South. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I guess that's, I was off. That's what I, I thought. I thought Maryland was. I thought it was below Maryland. Maryland is the uh, is the border state. So the Mason Dixon line was drawn along the northern border of Maryland, northern and eastern border of Maryland. So Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, the north, Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, the south. Oh, there you have it. Northeast. So there you go. Yep. Because I think the Confederate capital was in Virginia. I think. Yeah, it sounds right. I could be making. Maybe. Or, I mean, we're or not South not Carolina? Or was there just like a really big base? Fort of, Sumter was in South Carolina, yeah, right? Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. I knew there was something in South Carolina. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't something happen in a place? Yeah, something happened in a place yes. where they fought each other. I'm pretty sure it was South Carolina. <laughs> it was actually Pittsburgh? No, it's Tennessee. Say, so didn't something happen there? There's uh, Fort Knox is in Tennessee. Yeah, got robbed one time until yeah. James Bond saved the day. <laughs> Thank God for James. Um, you guys got anything else? You are we uh creeping up on wrapping up time? Are we there? I think it's did you fire avalanche bet? No, I didn't. I did not bet on the avalanche. Um, which means they're probably going to win like seven to one. Yeah, I need them to win. I'm, I'm done. Is the uh, is Tampa the game should be on up right one now? nothing? Yeah, Tampa is up one nothing. Thank God I didn't, I didn't fire off that bet. Is this uh is it three to two? It's game three six. Two, yeah. This is game six, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, no, I, I did not uh I went for those of you that don't know, I I I went big on the avalanche uh on Friday, was it? And uh they lost. <laughs> so uh but if that's all we got, we can start wrapping this thing up. You guys have final thoughts? Yeah. So obviously I bitched a little bit about Xander Shoffley at the start. I would like to bring somebody else up in a very, very similar fashion. And that person is Lexi Thompson. Ah. Now, Lexi Thompson has been on the LPJ tour since she was like fucking 14 because she was fucking nails and she's probably been playing in us open since she was fucking 12. So I don't, again, not fact-based. I don't know how long she's actually been doing any of these things. So the thing with Lexi Thompson is she has one major to her name. She was in a rule situation. That was a really fucking bad scene one year. So the deal there was that she got penalized for something that happened on Saturday, but they didn't tell her until like the 12th hole on Sunday. Oh, Jesus. And she was like how John Rom got DQ'd for testing positive for COVID while he was already on the course. It's probably a lot closer to like when Dustin Johnson was told when he was leading the final round of the U S open in 2016, that there might be a penalty against them, but they don't know. (laughs) Except this time they did know. And she got penalized. Now it's like, again, I don't, 
golf scoring i don't know like the golf people are starting to really fucking piss me off especially with everything that's happening now and like these people are fucking morons these people really are fucking idiots but who the like the round finished it's been done the next round started and they're going to give her a penalty for what happened in round three so she's like literally fucking bawling her eyes out out there yeah and then had to go to a playoff and lost so that one, I feel like she got fucked on that one. So outside of that, she is got to be one of the biggest chokers that we have in professional sports. And it all comes down to her putting. No one will miss a fucking two-footer like her with the yip. She makes Will Zalatoris' putting stroke look like fucking Brad Faxon's. Like the <laughs> yippiest, most awkward, awful fucking putting stroke, whatever. Yeah. Blew the U.S. Women's Open last year. And she fucking blew it again this year. She had, I don't even know how many feet. She was tied for the lead, blew it way by the hole, and then hit this five-footer that never had a fucking chance of going in. Not even fucking close. Pushed the fuck out of it. Bad. Bad, 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 bad. And it always fucking happens. Every single fucking time it happens. So she's incredibly frustrating because she should win. She's an American woman. She like she should be far and away the best American woman, and she should have like way more fucking wins under her belt. So for like people wonder why like women's golf isn't just isn't that popular. It's shit like this. Like you could have Lexi Thompson beating the fuck out of people because she fucking mashes the ball. She fucking crushes the ball. She should be beating people in the submission. If she's not, it would be fucking Nellie Corda and then Danielle Kang's. Like, there are some good American women. But no, what happens every single fucking time is that they don't fucking pull it off and then they lose to some fucking South Korean. And it's like, I'm not even saying that to be racist. They're all fucking South Korean. It's insane. So it's like, who won this week? Another South Korean. Like, anyway. So... They got put she anyway. So Lexi Thompson was in the final group with the woman who won in G Chan. And there was a third person because they were doing threesomes, whatever. They got put on the clock at some point and reports. Now she is going to be getting fined for slow play. Jesus. So not only <clears throat> losing the major choking it away on 17, not receiving a penalty in the round because that's generally how slow play is done, but no one ever has the balls to hit anyone with any slow play penalties when the round's actually going. She's going to get a fine. And I, you know what I, th- I think I would do? Now, she can't go play the live. I, I, that's, that would be my first thing. Fuck yeah. that. I would tell the LPGA to absolutely and utterly go fuck themselves. And actually, I guess it would technically be the USGA. Uh, maybe, maybe not because it's a USGA. Uh, I'm sorry. That was a, Ooh, I don't know who's in charge of that. Cause it's the women's PGA championship. It's not the LPGA championship. I don't know. Yeah. But someone would be to- getting told to go fuck themselves. Don't know who don't know how just lost the major pissed it away on 17 and then, like, you're going to bother hitting her for, like, what? Like, a $2,000 fine for slow play? Yeah. Without without giving her a penalty in the, the round? It's fucking gutless. Like, 
it's so pass. It, it feels so fucking passive aggressive. Cause it's like, well, she was slow, but we didn't want to penalize her. Cause that might've like jeopardized winning the championship. It's like, dude, you either care or you don't. And if right. you don't, then don't fucking find her. And if you do fucking handle it, it's a fucking penalty. And it's generally a penalty for everybody in the group. Generally. Now it's not clear if everyone in the group will be getting fines or just her. Um, she does take way too fucking long to be perfectly honest. Um, especially like takes way too long to miss these pots. Like that's the other thing It's like, you're taking way, you're taking this long. So I almost feel like she should be fined just for missing the putts. She misses. It's like, <laughs> oh, it took you that long to put that effort on that putt. Yeah. And it's like, lady, what are you doing? But no, what? I would be, I would absolutely be telling the proper authorities to go fucking fuck themselves on that one. What's the general criteria for slow play? I've never heard that. So this, this is so golf is stupid, right? Yes. And professional golf is even dumber. So generally speaking, keeping up with the group in front of you means somewhere along the lines of like when you're hitting your tee shot, the group ahead of you should be probably walking to the green. They shouldn't be off the green before you hit your tee shot. Cause now you're, that's what's considered a hole behind. Okay. So, but there, again, there's no like rule. So when I play an event, it's very easy because I can get a slow play penalty with my, but it's my whole group. Like it's not individuals, whatever. We get a slow play penalty if we finish in over four and a half hours and more than 15 minutes behind the group in front of us. So if we play in 445, but we come in 14 minutes behind the group ahead of us, we're good. It's got to be both because it implies that not only did you play slow, it wasn't because of other people on the golf course. Right. Now, I can tell you if I get up to a tee box and I don't see that group ahead of me, I'm thinking we're in trouble. Now I've only had a slow play penalty once because again, the other group could finish four, they could finish 45 minutes before me, but if I'm done in 429, we're good. Um, but I guess on, but on the PGA tour and LPGA, it's not so defined. Like there's no time or there's no, like, it took them almost three hours to play nine holes. Though. Like that's way too fucking long. That's way it, too fucking. You're taking long. way too long. So it's a six it's, hour round. It, 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 it slow play is defined as what's happening ahead of you. And it's like, I would, I would even say like you would be put on the clock if a group ahead of you gets a full hole for like three consecutive holes, two consecutive holes. Cause sometimes you get out of there quick, whatever you can catch up. I don't know how I, again, I don't know how I would like really do it, but um, it's like, Hey, by the way, you're leaving the green fucking 20 minutes after the other group left the green. I don't know. Like, I don't know how I would police that, but generally it, it's where other people on the golf course, like if there's two holes in between groups or three holes, it's like, that's just way too far. So sucks to be uh, Lexi Thomas, Thomas yeah. Thompson, Thompson, Thompson. That's fucking horseshit. 
fucking fine. I would fucking not pay that. Yeah. Or I would pay it in fucking rolls of pennies. <laughs> Just drop a fucking bag on the counter yep, or a you, box. You count it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Jones, you got a final thought? Yes, I do. I'm trying. I'm trying to pull up the actual text I sent you, Jared, the other day. Oh already... yeah. <laughs> um, but um, so Fournier came down a few weekends ago. Um, and like we were texting back and forth, and we did mock trips, and it was great. Um, but we um uh, we got into a little disagreement, and he was saying that Italian food is the most overrated cuisine out there. And I laughed in a stupid fucking face because that is a terrible take. Um, so I'm just wondering if what do you consider like your most overrated or underrated cuisine? Because um, I think Indian food is vastly overrated. So did you say over or under? Overrated. It's not that over. Um, I haven't had much Indian. I would actually go Mexican. I think or- the I think the bar I think Mexican food is vastly overrated. I think the bar for Mexican food only gets so high, and the floor only gets so low. Outside of Taco Bell, like yeah. <laughs> um, but I've I've never like I've never gotten Mexican food and gone like oh wow that was like a really really good meal. I was like okay that was probably as expected. Yeah. yeah. Every single time there is no like no taco, no burrito, although the best burrito I had was in Austin. Um, But like no taco, burrito, quesadilla, nothing. There is nothing in Mexican cuisine that someone could convince me that like, I got to have that again. Yeah. To this day, still no, like haven't found anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough, right? Like my immediate thought for overrated was um, like Mediterranean or like more, I guess, specifically like Greek, like Mediterranean Greek. But then like the more I thought about it, like, is there really any hype around Mediterranean Greek to begin with anyway? Because like Greek, like Greek cuisine in and of itself, like it's not that fucking good, right? Like it's cool, man. You have Kalamata olives and feta cheese, like, and everything you, everything you eat has fucking hummus. I got it, man. You're, or, you're, or, or lamb. Your entire diet lamb is, and ba- yogurt. is based off of olives, cheese, and chickpeas. Like, and then you, you eat lamb. Like I, I got it, dude. Like you, you just have lamb a bunch of different ways. Like you have the Euro or the gyro, however the fuck you're supposed to say. Gyros are pretty good, dude. Yeah, but it's like those are pretty good. Is it though? Yeah. So like, but that's what I mean. Like the 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 whole Greek thing, calling it overrated. Like I don't know if there's enough hype around it to begin with to call it overrated. Um, but that's that was my initial thought. I think it's bad. Yeah. Is falafel <laughs> any good? I, that doesn't strike me as being good. No, it's overrated. It's just fried chickpeas, right? Yeah. Or like chickpea meal made into like a ball or something. Yeah, and you can like put stuff in it where it's like, that's one of those things where like, it's not the falafel that's good. It's like the cheese and spinach that's in it that's good. You know what I mean? Like it's not the the substance of itself. It's the, oh, there's ground beef in the falafel. Like that's what's good. Like it's not the fucking 
you know, you know what I meal. You know what I do like that's Greek baklava. That is quite good. Can't say I've ever had it. It's the that's it's the, like a dessert. It's I, like yeah, date, I know it's it, the dessert thing, but I, d- I it's I like dates and puff pastry effectively. Okay, figs actually figs are pretty good. Figs. That's a okay. big Greek thing. Thought Mediterranean. Um. Well, they could they be have, dates, right? But they also have like the spanakopita, right? I don't I think, think that's so. very good. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, like a Greek, like pizza place, <clears throat> incredibly overrated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the worst version of pizza place. Yeah. Hey, man, where'd all the sauce go? Yeah. Or it's like, why? Why? Why is the dough so thick and fucking chewy? And like, why is everything covered in oil? Yeah. Yeah. Not a big, not a big Greek pizza guy. It's fine. Like I'll eat it. I'm never going to turn down pizza, but Greek pizza is certainly the worst version of pizza. I thought that that was like a, only like a central mass thing. All the Greeks have like all their pizza. Now we had a place, we had a a place in Medford and yeah, we had a bunch of places and still like, yeah, Greek pizza. I just, I, I, I don't see a point to why I would ever have to eat it again. Yeah. Which actually, speaking of that place in Medford, uh, I just found out it closed. Uh, I, so I was thinking of Roses. Remember Roses in Medford Square next to Colleen's? Oh, it's a pizza place over there? Yeah, it was just it was a sub shop, but sub pizza or whatever. Um, uh, it was called. Uh, you know what I think? So I, there was like the. Yeah, it was Greek. Like it was it was fine. Yep. Right. It's Greek. But they closed and now it's called Four pizza, like F.O.R. pizza. Um, cause Portnoy just did a pizza review at that location of all things. Oh, is that a thing I've been you guys? Yeah. That was a- yeah. <laughs> yeah. That used to be roses in Medford square, which well, was just like a little Greek spot. Cause wasn't coaches Greek pizza too. Um, yeah, I think it was more along the lines of Greek style. Cause Jimmy Jimmy's in West Medford was Greek. That's what I yeah. used to get. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a few of them. In, but Co- I don't think coach. Well, I know they were Greek. I've, like the people that ran it were Greek, um, but I don't think they like they weren't like selling themselves as Greek cuisine, right? It was no, no, no. I'm, we're we're onto a different topic because it's because it, no, oh, Greek, no, no, no. Greek I mean, cuisine like, is no, no, no. I mean, like they weren't they weren't like the big Greek fucking style, the big lamb thing on the yeah, fucking... like they didn't have they didn't have like the lamb thing, like they didn't no, have no no, that. no 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 no. I I know I moved on to Greek pizza because yeah. I felt like I should trash that for a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually well. didn't hate coaches though. I thought I, you know, well, look, dude. Again, I did. I never hated Jimmy's in West Medford. Right, but if it was. Hey, you get to pick between Jimmy's and Amici's. It's like I'm gonna get oh, Amici's. Amici's hands, hands down. Yeah. And back in the day, it was like, Hey, you're in Medford. You can get pizza from fucking anywhere. It was probably gonna come down to, if we're talking both the quality of the pizza, proximity, and etc. It was for me. It was probably gonna come down to Avellino's, Bocelli's, or um, Amici's. Yeah, I was a big DePietro's guy. DePietro's was Ooh, I used to get the wings from DePietro's. But then they that, was like that when Malden they, or was that Medford? Malden. There's a Highland Ave in Malden. Um, but then they became under new ownership, like when they sold the bakery and the bakery became a laundromat or something. And then it got weird. Um, but like That's when weird. we were kids, yeah, it's really fucking weird. Turn a bakery into a laundromat. 
next to a pizza shop. Like imagine like doing your laundry, just smelling. Yeah, imagine that smell. Yeah. Um, I, w- I like the wings from DePetro's. I used to go get yeah. those all the time. DePetro's was like a low key, like really good fucking spot. Um, but they were good for pizza. I'm trying to think of where else we got pizza when I was a kid. You also lived, think- you lived in a fucking weird part of the fucking city though. Yeah. I think we like when we first started hanging out scratch, I think you brought me that. That was pretty fucking good. Yeah. I guess it's trash now, but Avellino's was good. Bocelli's. We used to get pizza pizza. Also in in Malden. Also in Malden. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Bocelli's was always good. If I'm remembering correctly, I could be fucking not. Yeah. People shit their pants about Bocelli's. They're like, I think Bocelli's in and of itself as a restaurant is overrated. Like it's good, right? It's fine. It's good. But it's not like you talk to someone in Medford about Bocelli's like, oh, <laughs> Bocelli, it's fucking incredible. It's fine. It's good. It's good, right? Like it's better than fine. It's good. But it's not like, oh my God, it's amazing. Like people like from Medford are like, oh, Bocelli's, what do you mean? You never been to Bocelli's? Oh, dude, it's the fucking best place ever. It's not the best. I mean, I think I've only had pizza from there. And I've never sat down and ate there. Yeah, I have. It's good, but it's not like it doesn't. That's overrated. It doesn't live up to the hype of fucking people from Medford. Would you say it's well? It's well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so for my final thought, I have it's unfortunate. Uh, Shout out to Sexy Chris, who was just on the last episode, but he's not here with us on this one. Uh, He would like this, though, or he will like this, I I would imagine, when he listens to this eventually. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell uh, is about to be sentenced. Uh, Her sentencing is coming up soon. Tuesday. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. So by the time this comes out, it will have been two days ago because this this is Thursday's episode. Um, But we're doing this on Sunday. So, um, Federal prosecutors are recommending that Ghislaine Maxwell receive a sentence between 30 and 55 years um, for sex trafficking. Um, Her attorneys think that her sentence should be less than six years. (laughs) So it's going to be up to a judge. And then randomly today, uh, today, yesterday, um, while the whole Roe v. Wade conversation was going on uh, over the last 48 hours, just a uh, quick little news drop that uh, one old Ghislaine Maxwell has been placed on suicide watch. Hmm. Interesting. What a coincidence. What a coincidence, huh? You don't say. So uh, she's apparently going to be sentenced in a couple days here. Again, when this comes out, it'll be prior. By the time this comes out, she might have uh, (coughs) committed suicide. (coughs) already you know because she's on uh, suicide watch so who knows for that one uh be something to pay attention to but you want to talk about um we did talk about this in the last episode about pieces of shit in congress um that had the opportunity to codify any sort of um law pertaining to abortion rights and things like that um the same pieces of shit in congress are the names that are in her little black book and Epstein's little black book that uh, were sealed, sealed in the court. No one has access to them. So they're all pieces of shit. Uh, No one wants to let those names get out. 
because those names are important people. They're big names. Big, they're huge. Big names, the biggest names of all. Um, but it's just a bunch of bullshit, right? Like it's, it's a dog and pony show at this point. They're just going to fucking kill her. They're going to say she committed suicide. And then everyone is going to be like, yeah, but I want abortions. And it's like, cool. We're just not going to talk about this. And it's going to be another thing that just goes by the wayside. Or they're going to be like, don't take my guns. It's like, well, fuck both of your fucking things that are going on right now, because this is like real. This is a real thing. And it's a cover up, essentially. Right. All of anything that came out during that trial was not televised either. Not anything. You look at like what happened with um, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, how fucking huge that was. How big do you think the Ghislaine Maxwell trial would have been? Gigantic. Yeah. Ten times Depp and Heard. But it was hush-hush, swept under the rug. It was supposed to last six weeks. It lasted like six days. Um, Now, magically, she's about to be sentenced and within days of her uh, sentencing being scheduled, she's put on suicide watch. It's bullshit, man. It's, it's just all it, these people, these pieces of shit are just going to keep getting away with being pieces of shit. And no one cares because everyone's distracted with things that don't really matter. So here we are. That's my rant. I also saw, I saw a thing. I don't think, I think I forgot to send to you guys, but I, um, I think it came from her attorney that said that it wasn't suicide watch. It was just that they didn't have time to look over some kind of documents. Um, I'll have to pull up the news story and report back. But I mean, the whole thing is also just fucking stupid. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, oh, no, man, you guys are going too deep with your conspiracy stuff. <laughs> I know I didn't bring the tinfoil hat. Yeah. I should have. I should bring, I should just make a tinfoil hat prop and just leave it here. Just leave it there. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Hopefully Leo won't chew it. <laughs> He'll learn really quick that it's not good to chew on tinfoil though. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he has fillings. Isn't that what makes it so shitty? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it just hurts. Doesn't it just hurt? You're chewing on metal. I thought it was the fillings. Because it was a psych out in basketball. Oh, really? Yeah, he starts chewing on tinfoil and the guy just falls over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, that's going to do it for us, everybody. Uh, Thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, again, thumbs up, like, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, You can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod or on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. The website is sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Yes, right on cue. We got the uh, the coasters right there. Uh, my favorite things ever. Thanks, Jones. Um, thank you to mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code sarcasmpod when you sign up over there to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. And also shout out to grillyourassoff.com, the greatest grilling accessory and seasoning company in the entire world. Uh, use the same promo code SarcasmPod when you check out to save 15% off your order every single time you check out over there. Uh, so until next time, good night, everybody.